Oh, question. Speaking of shower and stuff. If you drop the soap in the shower. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. It, <laughs> is the. It, <laughs> I already messed it up. If you. Dr- if you. Reset. Take two. Hello, Avalanche fans, and welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. This is your home for almost everything Avalanche, and I'm your host, Jay Veen. In this show, my man, James Tapeleg Graylian, and I discuss the strange season the Avalanche are having, players coming back as the team gets healthier, and Nathan McKinnon bringing the noise. Those topics and a whole bunch more Avs and hockey stuff coming at you in episode number 148 of the Avs Hockey Podcast. Stay tuned. The AHP is next. Hey, what's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. He's James Tapeleg-Gralian, and I'm Jay Veen, and this is your home for almost everything Avalanche. What's up, partner? Oh, man, I am uh, I'm sitting in the freezing fog, or inside of the freezing fog, in St. Paul, Minnesota, and come on. Is it cold up, up there? Uh, it, I walked to work in minus eight uh, one day, that's cool. and now that's all done, it seems like. So, okay. Uh, I don't know. It's not, it's not as cold as advertised. Anything that happens here. I had a flat tire the other day and somebody was like, welcome to Minnesota. And I was like, do you, do you think you, that only flat tires happen in Minnesota? Uh, Come that's on. That's a weird thing to say. So it, it kind of reminds me of like everything hockey up here. It's like, oh, you're wearing a hockey Jersey. Yeah. Well, this is Minnesota. So hockey, I was like, mm. oh, guys, just, just <laughs> deep breath. Can we, can we not deep cleansing breath? Flat tires in Minnesota hit different somehow. Hey, I, I apparently. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. yeah. The only, uh, but other than that, uh, I'm doing stunningly well. How are you? Amazing. Amazing. Ama- oh God. Why would you do that to me? James and I, was that too loud? Sorry. That was, you said that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> James and I talked for about two hours before we started recording. <laughs> so there, there's plenty of, uh, plenty of material for the uh, cold open, which I'm yep. sure you'll enjoy. Which oh, happens God. after the show, curiously. So there's that too. <laughs> so there we go. Hey, hey, James. Yeah. What episode is this? This is a episode number 148. 148 beautiful, lovely episodes of the Avs Hockey Podcast. You're home for almost everything Avalanche mm-hmm. and your definite home for telling you about a few players that wore the number Definitely. 48. Definitely. Their jersey. I haven't clicked on it. Oh, good. Should I click uh, on it or I'm no? Sure you- no, I think I think there's okay, one or two that on you it. can name offhand. There's a couple. Uh, Scott Young is one. Nice. Scored some big goals in in the inaugural mm-hmm. year and inaugural mm-hmm. cup run. One of the better American players of that era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Comiskey. Kyle Comiskey. Yep. He wore a couple different numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another guy who wore a couple another couple numbers. Am I missing someone like obvious? Yeah, oh, but that's okay. Crap. Well, I'm going to tell you well, the help, one that is not that obvious, but you know, still big names, just not for the Avs. Danny Briere. Oh, he's one I did think about. Those last, okay. those last minute goals. He was good at big goals. Yeah. Um, 
Max Middendorf. 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 Well, um, that was way back, I hope. I'm just, yes, it was. Okay. Also, I'm going to say out loud right now, like, I, I'm pretty bad at the pronunciations of these things, but up here in Minnesota, I'm even worse, like, at the cities. I went to Waseca, and then, like, I'll say Waseca, and people are like, oh, you mean Waseca? Yeah, that's what I said. And I'll say and they're like, Waseca. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Can you all please decide? I can't do decide? this with you anymore. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, like, like, if it was Boston, if I were in Boston, they'd be like, Waseca, you know? Yeah. And it'd be fine. You could just mush it all together. Here, it's like, oh... It's like that uh, Ryan Regan joke about, you know, it's I before E except after C and when sounding like, like a, a as in, you know, way and slay and you'll never be right no matter what you say. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't so, matter. So you're yeah. doing it right. Good for you. Also, that's a Brian Regan joke. Go listen to Brian Regan because he does it better. Yes. Anyways, um, there's one other guy. Uh, he was two, 2020 Cal Rosen. Rosane? Rosen. Rosen. Frozen. Okay. Cause played, there's an E with a funky thing on played it. a couple games. Yeah. But there's one more guy, one more guy. And we blame everything on him. Oh, Matt Hunwick. How did I forget? He wore a couple different numbers too, didn't he? He did. Yep. 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 We still blame so, him for everything. You can might skate. as well. You Dude, can skate, he, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So Matt Hunwick, there we go. Matt Hunwick, uh, 48, 22, 44, and two throughout the years with us it was, with the abs it was 22 and 48 okay uh with the leafs it was two with the rangers it was 44 with Bur- bruins it was bruins. 48 okay Bur- burns uh with the penguins it was 22 and with the sabers it was 48 all over the place good for him all over good for him place. oh my god there's a guy okay so quick sorry Clicked on the hockey reference for Matt Hunwick and up are you comes pointing this ad or for, you're pointing? Yes, I'm pointing in a, a podcast. You didn't have to point that out. <laughs> I said it pointingly, <sighs> pointedly. What's your and, point? He's going to hang up. Anyways, um, I'm a prophet of rage right now. There is a, there's a, I click on it. There's an ad for sports grid a little video and what is it it's a bald white guy talking into a microphone and i'm just like oh feel, gross bald attacked. white guys talking into a microphone oh i'm a bald white guy taking it personally anyways matt hunwick matt hunwick as as legend matt hunwick. But enough about me I, you know matt matt hunwick he was around for a while and you know frankly you know almost a, almost the meme lives on more than than his play did which oh. is too bad it's not I don't Absolutely. think it's how I would want to be remembered for, you know, in anything I ever did. And so I kind of sometimes feel bad about that, but at the same time, blame Hunwick. It was still a joke. I mean, it was, it was that era where we had to blame something on somebody every, mm-hmm. almost every night. So it was Hunwick, yep. even when yep. it wasn't Hunwick's fault, it was Matt Hunwick's fault. If you know, you know, if you know, you know, if you watch that era, mm-hmm. there needed to be something to laugh about. It was, it was what we were watching was not fun or funny no it right. was it was pain right now is a little different just shut him down man it was terrible shut him down just a little bit hmm. so there we go there was really nobody there to shut him down yeah. so yeah that was ugly okay uh hey did you know we left some stuff out from our last show i did know this <laughs> like we uh, we'd never do that by the no. way I, there's a reason it's almost everything. Avalanche. <laughs> we, we reserve it. We reserve. Paul Stastny that. retired. 
he did retire. And that, that makes you, that makes us like, like he and Chris Drury. No, yes. Mm-hmm. Were they, were they drafted the same year? Or am I thinking of Hey Duke? I want to say it's Drury. Either way, uh, second round draft pick, Paul Stastny, um, mm-hmm. for the Avalanche. And then ended up with, uh, he's 12th all time on the Quebec, Colorado points list with 458 points, which is like top, top 10 for the Avalanche by himself. Like, one of mm-hmm. the better avalanche players we've ever, we've ever had come through here. Oh yeah. Um people are still sad that he left, but he was not a 7 million dollar a year player. Mm-hmm. Uh so you go get paid, although that takes us back to what we were talking about earlier, but whatever. Um yeah, he retired. Makes you feel old. You know, it's it's always interesting like when I see these guys retiring, it's like, oh my god, I remember when they started. Mm-hmm. I remember when they were so young and then I think about, wow, I remember when I was so young. But they were <laughs> kind of, it's a little foggy. It's a little, yeah, I'm getting old, <laughs> you know, getting on there. Um, no, he was one of those guys who was just so solid. Just That's the absolutely word. That's exactly solid, the word I was skilled and solid. Yeah. I think I remember there was, I remember we were talking about a Paul Stastny play and this was the you know, way back machine. It's just jogged my memory that there, I was talking about him receiving a pass that was behind him and just the way that he handled it so well like the pass was just absolutely behind him and he didn't i don't think he even turned around like he didn't skate a different direction just, he didn't start skating backwards to receive it he just reached his putt his stick back um and then brought it like i think he brought it like tapped it between his legs to bring it up in front of him grabbed it and if i remember correctly the discussion was about untying your upper body from your lower mm-hmm. body in hockey and how how um you know, how they have to be so independent. And that was an example. And, and that was, yeah, just, just, just he made it look that easy. Just re- that just jogged my memory about yeah. that. But yeah. So, smooth. and then, you know, you leave and I don't know. It's like he, he kicked around a few different teams after a bit, a bunch. Um, yeah. yeah like jets, uh, blues. Carolina. Yep. Jets, blues, Carolina, Vegas, yeah. like Vegas. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I mean, that's what you got to do when you're a journeyman, you know, guy and you go where you go, where the contracts are. Um, yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys that, uh, it would have been nice to see him play his entire career in Colorado. If that had been, you know, yeah. Yeah. Always fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I put him in the same league as like Alex Tanga. Never, never Mm. was your fastest skater. Never was your strongest skater. Never was your most physical all those things, but as far as a complete hockey player, oh, just, absolutely, just like you said, solid instincts mm-hmm. are there, almost like it was in his blood. I joke about like, like legend, legendary family in Avs history. And if you look at the top score, top point getters in Avalanche and Quebec uh, history, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, I'm kind of thinking about like the in the in the third line, fourth line with a lot of these guys, you want to see that guy who can like kind of you can shift him around anywhere you know if he's defense you can play either side if he's you know in the you can play if he's uh you know forward you want to be able to play him either wing or center you know if you can because you're going to be plugging holes with your um uh with your depth you know and and somebody's out so you need to fill that hole where do you fill him if you have a guy who can move around all those places he was like the second and occasionally first line guy that could do that. Like you could put him anywhere and you know that you're going to get at least a solid or serviceable performance. It's not like he's going to go, Oh, I'm playing on the other side. I have absolutely no idea what to do. 
he just always seemed like that guy who read the game well like that. Just so good. So yeah. good. And so. again, never did anything super dynamic. I don't did he ever have a hat trick? I don't I don't know if he even if he did. But you know you could depend on him in a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. So He's, yeah. uh Paul, yeah, seriously, the, the congratulations for him. Absolutely. You know, good, solid career. Sorry you never won a cup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if, again, if you know, you know, and watching him was a, was a, was a treat for sure. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, we just left off a couple, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. No big deal, really. Uh, I'm looking at a Denver Post article from October 3rd, 2007. <laughs> Um, are you looking at Patrick's uh, hat trick on opening night in 2007? Okay. Jan Stastny has taken over color duty with uh, not color for the play-by-play, -play, but he, he and Kyle Keefe do a lot of the pregame stuff now because people keep leaving. So Stastny name you see all over the place for all the right reasons. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Pierre There's Lacroix, something else we missed out. Yeah, yeah. Just no big deal. Pierre Lacroix and Pierre Turgeon were, I think we talked about them getting voted in, but it actually happened. Um, they were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Turgeon, 515 career goals. It's about time for him. Mm -hmm. um, ended his career here with the Avalanche. Wasn't wasn't what he once was, but it's that's a Hall of Famer playing with your jersey. And we all know Pierre Lacroix's legendary status here for all the right reasons, too. So mm -hmm. congratulations Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. We didn't mean to leave you off. Hmm. And nobody yelled at nobody yelled at me about this either. So that's they nice. come and they didn't send you a terse letter in Quebecois. No, no, no terse letters. Um, Canadian people. Canadian I think people French. through the people through the years have gotten used to not yelling at me, and I, I really appreciate that. You know, yeah, Tabernacle. That's right. Um, what else? Uh, this year's been weird. Does that Why make sense? Why would you say something like that? I don't know. It's what been, would make you say something? This long like list that? of weird stuff that I made. Okay. Um, that that's one reason. Um, let's get into it. Um, let's do this. So, so at the beginning, we've got the Avs against the Coyotes. Mm -hmm. The Avs are up four nothing until late in the second period and lose five four in overtime. Yeah. And then against Toronto in Toronto. They're they're down three nothing in the first period and everybody seems cool with it. And then the ads win five three in regulation. <laughs> and then a couple nights later in Ottawa, the ads are down four to two halfway through the game. And then they score five straight goals and they win seven to four. Weird stretches like that. Yeah. Um there really didn't seem to be very many many middle ground games. No. Either the abs were getting blown out and shut out, or they were decimated. And, and even these, it's, it's, you know, the momentum is one direction that completely swings the other yep. weird. I'm just, it, yeah. it's just, okay. So that's the beginning. I'm just going to highlight these. So we know we've talked okay. about them on our doc there. Um, what else? Devon Taves speaks up, uh, November 19th after they lose to Chicago. I don't like you right now, James. I, mm. James is messing with the fonts on our dock and he thinks it's hilarious and I'm triggered. <laughs> uh, Devon, that's a little better. All right. Devon Taves. I think it's quicksand is the one. I used. Uh, anyway, Devon Taves post game interview on the 19th. He, James and I texted each other about this. This was very un Devon Taves like, mm. um, 
he had some things to say, and it was a lot like what Drew Doughty said uh, a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team's kind of, you know, we got some guys on this team that think they're playing well, and they're really not. It was just trying to trying to figure out who he was talking about, and I guess it doesn't matter. But things got so tough that Devon Tafe spoke out, and he barely says anything anytime. So yeah, that was, it reminds me of that was weird. My, it reminded me of uh, Jaguar when he was calling people okay. out for making their uh, vacation plans. Yep. Uh, and the season ain't over, folks. So Vegas. play, you yeah. know, but that everybody was, was making making their vacation plans. Uh, checking I out. I don't think anybody thought Devontae's was wrong either. It's not like, why mm-hmm. is he saying this? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, this this was also in the middle of a lot of injuries, too. Mm-hmm. And you got some guys in the lineup that otherwise wouldn't be there. And I'm sure that's frustrating when you're playing yeah. against the last place team in the conference and you have a lead. And yeah, they kind of blew it. So there's that. Well, and you know, if you're, if you really think you're that good, you know, I mean, I don't know. There's very few players that go out and you're like, this guy's always, you know, is that good? Always that good. Always that good. And if you, if you're one of those guys who isn't like top line, number one, you know, number one, don't believe the hype yeah. It is not for you. You are here to do your job. Yeah, you are. You are absolutely here to do your job. And if you don't, if you think that you're all that, you know, then, you know, show them what you got, but don't just sh- put up or shut up. Yeah. I, I get tired of like, I'm so good. I'm so great. This isn't, you know, this, it's frustrating to watch, to <laughs> see like people who are like, have the, have jobs that are so many people would kill for. So many people work so hard for. You know, I, I mean, and then, and then it's like, oh, I'm all that. I'm all that guys just go to work. There comes a point though, too. I think, I think they were there with the injuries. There's so many guys out mm-hmm. that you end up, there's, there's guys that are in the lineup that are playing more than they should just quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And there's guys that wouldn't be in the lineup at all. I mean, uh, Joel Kiviranta didn't wasn't even playing professional hockey at the beginning of the season and he's still playing every night mm-hmm. which is why they may have signed somebody else but mm, there comes we'll a point there's so many injuries there's just and then I'm I don't know I'm sure Taves is like I can't do nothing for you man I can't do all this stuff and wow. uh, even with I think I think uh Makar was out for a little bit of that time too mm-hmm. was he wrong no way nope. um but it was very interesting and very strange so mm-hmm. there's that, but, but mm-hmm. things got better. They did. Yep. They did. I was going to work it out. I mean, they, they sometimes you got to do it. You got to say it. You got to say what you, you know, what happens and you know, or what you think about all this. That's right. Sometimes you got to get called out. That's just the way it's, that's just the way it is sometimes. Well, I, and just it's shows. so weird. Like the way that we communicate with our people at work and our jobs and all of that. And sometimes I guess this is just how it's got to be voiced, you know? And, mm-hmm. and when somebody comes up to you in a post game or whatever, and asks you the question, sometimes you're just going to say it. Yep. Sometimes and he did. And he said. did. And he wasn't mm-hmm. wrong. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not long after that, out of nowhere on December 15th, the Avs make a trade and they mm. trade Tomas Tatar to Seattle mm. for a fifth round pick. Mm. That was out of, that was out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it's not like things were going great. Hmm. But I don't know. How do you think? Interesting. What do you well, got? I'm just saying that, I mean, because Devontae's just said that thing and then they well, do that's... that thing. And I'm not, oh. I'm not saying that Devontae's is being, <laughs> oh. I'm not saying he's being the GM or anything. 
I mean, I'm just, you know, I didn't hmm. put that connection together before, but you know, now it's, that you say it, it's this emoji. Yeah. It's well, like, hmm. it, it was a ways away. It was a while away. Okay. So, but, but so uh, the 19, you know, November 19th, December 15th, 15th that's a ways yeah. away. That's all right. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm it sure was, it's nothing. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to make a big old spicy hot take. I uh-uh. Oh no, 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 no. I got, I got uh-huh. one for you later. That's, I mean, that's uh-huh. going to blow your socks off. All right. I'm excited to share it with you. (laughs) So the Tomas Tatar experiment was over in the meantime, which is weird because like, it's not like he had a big fall from grace or anything. He's just, he's just getting older and all of that. And it was still, but it always felt weird. It always feels weird having a former red wing on, you know, of name on the team. Okay. You know, even the Kyle Quincy, you know, still kind of felt like, yeah, okay. You know, he's, he's, you know, like, like you wonder if there's like a tattoo, like being hidden somewhere that, you know, Maybe. of a Red Wing logo. You can only hide for so long. Or wears Red Wing shoes, which are, you know, good shoes. And actually, They're not bad. There's, we, yeah. we never say There's a Red Wing, about. Minnesota. So I think that's, that might be where it's from. Okay. Anyways. But I'm, it I'm kind of along like, those lines, Jonathan Druin was kind of in those same, in the same kind of category as Tomas Tatar. Mm-hmm. And just when it seemed that that experiment was, was moving towards over. He turned, he flipped a switch. I don't know what happened, um, mm-hmm. but man, he's playing pretty well. And for a league minimum, he's putting up some ridiculous numbers as of late. Mm-hmm. And it, things have been, I'm knocking on the table, but he's, he's looking good lately. And that's, that's pretty cool on top of a lot of other things going on. But I didn't think Drew Ann was going to do what he's doing right now. And that's mm-hmm. a very good thing. He's still, I mean, he's, let's see. What do we got here? 10 goals, 18 mm-hmm. assists, you know, he's plus minus zero. He was averaging just about a point a game um, for the last, I think about 15 games as well. I mean, it's, wow. it's, that's the, that's good stuff from a guy that's mm-hmm. making the league minimum that people were like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah. This is the, the total reclamation project. And yeah, so often for the abs, it just doesn't work out. It's just like, uh, sometimes nice it does try. though. I mean, Valerian Nachushkin, let's, let's t- like there, that's mm-hmm. one. We can talk about him in a second too, but, mm-hmm. um, as many that haven't worked out the ones that have, I, I just think if you sign on the team like this with the amount of star power that they have, I mean, you're either going to look way better than kind of, I guess you should, or it's just not going to work. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to watch those work out. Um, because I, a guy like Nathan McKinnon or Kale McCarr or, Miko or Antonin or you know there's a list of the guys that'll make you look better and that's that's kind of cool to watch but there are some guys who are being kind of invisible right now oh i mean you know i i i olafson has been eh. doesn't doesn't play that much and as guys get healthier he's gonna play even less brian johansson i mean is that uh what do we is is that working out is it not i don't know it's hard to say with him i mean Uh, colton i think is is decent he was working out decently when no. that line is healthy, when you, the mm-hmm. roar, the roaring twenties line, right? It's, it's Colton, Miles Wood and LOC. That line's fun to watch. It, mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're all, I mean, Miles Wood was out for a little bit with the flu, um, but it's cool to see them back together and they, that's a heck of a li- line right there. Yeah. So it's just, you know, you never know what the rec, I mean, and that's the thing, like you don't, that's why they don't throw big money at the reclamation. Programs. It's a gamble. They, they, yeah. they, yeah, they give it a shot and they see what happens and keep it manageable. 
just like anything else. I, I guess it's it's when there's lower stakes with with lower salary going on, it makes it easier to to accept mm-hmm. when things don't work out. But I know Nashville's holding on to a fair amount of Ryan Johansson's con- contract too. I think it's at least half. So wow, yeah, that, that that's much. kind of kind of that way too. I think it is. I, it's right around in there. Yeah. I mean, the Predators always seem like one of those teams that is like the like the Coyotes have like enough room that you can dump some salary cap on yeah. them for favorable, you know, for, for a favorable contract thing, you know, and yeah. there's always like considerations, but it never seems to work out well for them with that. Like, like, like Arizona, it's just like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take part of that salary so you can make this trade and we're going to get something out of it. And that's like, yeah, but you're not really thinking of your team and building your team in that way. Are you? We'll so, take it. Yeah. We'll take but, it. I'm just saying, uh, you know, man. just saying, just saying. Between our last show and this show, uh, the Avs finished the first half of the season. Um, they have the fourth most points in their history and the second most wins they've ever had uh, in a season uh, mm-hmm. so far. And it just didn't feel that way. It's kind of like what you were just saying. It was dynamic. They were either, mm-hmm. although they've, they've had a ton of comebacks as well, 14 or 15 or something comebacks. Yeah, but that early in the season with those like with those shutout blowouts that yep. were happening, what was it like six nothing, seven nothing, eight nothing things? Rough, rough stretch. Oh, yeah. yeah. So hard. It just Ooh. doesn't feel that way. Um, and it's I yeah. don't know. Like I said, it's been a strange season. Including the goaltending issues. Um Alexander Georgiev leads the NHL in wins, I believe, still. He was named to the all-star game. He was a third star of the week since our last show. Yet when you have people rank maybe their top 10 goaltenders in the league and also statistically, uh, he's nowhere near that. So he's winning. He's making the saves that he should make. Um, he's not making all the saves by any means. I wouldn't no. say he's lost the team any games. I wouldn't say he's won the team a ton of games either. Um, but again, something we're not quite used to here. I think that uh, I, watching the highlights of the uh, LA game, he he's made looked, some very key and and oh he's good he's saves. looked better the last couple of games for sure yeah and for and you know like save percentage his save percentage right now is an eight nine nine which would yeah. be absolutely terrible ten years ago yep. but save percentage has come down which is what everybody wants because they want more goals but not when it's your goaltender so it's like <laughs> yeah but also I mean the guy has played as many games as Bo Byram you he's, know it's like. Yeah. That's it, he's got a huge workload right now. Yep. It's not a surprise he's won more games because he's pretty much played like most oh, of the games. He's and we're still lot, in yeah. like the question mark of the backup goalie right now. Definitely. Um, that's, that one a, of the, that's one of the things that's come up lately is who's going to back yes. him up because the trust, it seems like the team's trust in, in Eustace Ottenen and, and also uh, Prosvetov has uh, kind of wavered. So Marc-Andre Fleury is, is a name that has come up. Well, Flurry, yeah, I mean that would be great, but do you think that the Wild really want to let go of him right now? They're on nah. a they're winning well. Yep. Um, you know, eight uh he's only point oh oh four save percentage lower uh than than Georgie, but you know, still. Interesting. I mean, yeah, it's not I mean, it's it is about like there is a lot of feel and trust in how you can play in front of your goaltender. If you're not Oh yeah. Um if you're playing in front of a guy and you have confidence in him, you can go attack more, you know, and things like that. And so maybe, Weave. maybe some of that save percentage is that they do play more defensively in front of him. And these stats are very much about an individual, but it's not yeah. an individual. 
goals against are not individual. They are team. He has hung out to dry way Mm -hmm. too often. A lot of turnovers that end up in the back of their net. It seemed like early in the season, every turnover ended up in the back of their net. It's been getting a little better lately. And he's Mm -hmm. making some of the saves um, that I guess, for lack of a better term, like kind of need to be saved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, he's definitely looking stronger lately. And that's Mm -hmm. good. We could use that. So, uh, Miko Rantanen currently tied for sixth as, as we speak going into the all-star break currently tied for sixth in the league in points and was not named an all-star. Yep. So uh, stuff like that happens. And I've just kind of, you know, through the years, all-star stuff doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How many all-stars do the abs have this year? Fan voter now they have three. Well, so you can't, you can't put, it's, it's really cool when you feel like you, like you got guys that were guys that were snubbed too. Because he's, he's, you know, we all know, but, uh, I'm not fired up. It was just one of those things that it's kind of weird when you have a top 10 score in the league and not in the all-star game. And then it's probably a good thing actually. Yeah. And you know, the, uh, I, what was it? The, um, uh, the Barbie movie, you know, they, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> what <laughs> took a left, took a little bit of a left turn there, <laughs> That's but okay. you know, keep going. Now you, you have my attention. Uh, got you know nominated uh best actor uh best movie did not get a best director nomination did not get best uh uh best lead actress nomination and i can't remember who said it but it was like you know there's only so many awards to go around and sometimes you just don't get one it's not always a snub there's only so many slots in the all-star game they want you know a person from every team if they can Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a, there's it. a lot of people doing some good hockey right now. Yep. It isn't that Miko isn't good enough. It's just ah, that. I get it. And I bet you if you gave a lot of these guys the choice, they would rather just take take some time off or whatever. Uh, Alex Ovechkin would because that's all he ever did. He would take the day. He would take the time off. He was exactly. like, oh, I'm not going to go because, oh, my shoulder's hurting. Oh, Ow. This oh. hurts right here. I was, oh, yeah. man. So there's that. Um, a lot of late goals for, a lot of late goals against. Just a random thing that I was noticing. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never, I've never remembered a season in the Avalanche's history where they have given up so many late goals in in periods, which can be killers. But mm-hmm. they've also scored a lot too. So then, that evens out. Haves and the haves. Yep. And then uh, Val Nachushkin, the second Avs player to go into the player assistance program for. Mm-hmm. Did he say alcohol? I don't know what he's. I don't know if ever said why. Okay, I, it, it's not our business. After a while, um, this team is. I mean, he's playing phenomenal, but obviously needs to take care of some things. Um, mm-hmm. Some, you know, I, the team. The team has think, looked good. I think the without fans him. would agree. I think the fans yeah. would agree. They take care of some things. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I think Sam Gerrard has looked great since he came back. He looks mm-hmm. different. He looks healthier. Uh, the team is better with him in the lineup. Uh, this team has played pretty well without Val Nachushkin in the lineup uh, since mm-hmm. he's been gone. Not saying that they're better without him, but uh, I think it says a lot about the the culture of this team that he is willing to publicly. I mean, you, you, I don't. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the league right now too, but for him to step away and to say I I need to go get some help for myself, um, I think that's that's a cool part of the culture. I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of guys in the past that have not done that and their teams have, have, have suffered because of it. So I think that's, uh, I wonder if Sammy G had some things to say to him, or I wonder, we don't know what's going on behind 
all the closed doors, but maybe there was a cloud hanging over the team a little bit, no matter how well he played as far as what was going on with him. Mm. Or maybe, maybe they didn't know. Who knows? But I mean, his disappearance in the playoffs last year was, was a clue. It's not like when this came out, people were like, oh, that's shocking. No one was shocked. Yeah. No, no. Well, it's time. It's time. It's time. You never yeah. know why. You never know when. Yep. So, I mean, good for him. We wish him the best. We hope he comes back soon. And, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And they, players move on. So, yep. Um. Okay. Speaking of, <laughs> I liked your text when I, I texted James the other night. Yeah. It's like, hey. Cause I, I was, I was walking in the neighborhood and I just pulled my phone out of my pocket and it was a tweet from Ben, Brendan McNicholas. I have him on my notifications and the outside Zach Parise. I was like, well, the, literally outside uh, out loud. I was like, Whoa, cause this had been a rumor for a little bit. And then I, th- I, th- did you ask me, why do you No, I think your, I think your reply was, like, I just said, why, why? I think a lot of people are asking why, yeah. um, I'm, we can guess. But well, again, I mean, it's go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously the, like, okay, Nichushkin is out for a bit. There's a hole to fill. There's, a, there's obviously sure. a few holes that aren't being filled by other people. It's just, you know, for a guy who played for so long with the wild, he was with the stars. I mean, he's an, the, the two things for me is like, okay, he's, he's older. It's not, he's not making a ton of money, obviously. No. In no. this, it's a nice return for him. And it's not like he's public enemy number one, but geez, the guy is like, he was, he threw some, he threw some haymakers at the abs and he was, Oh, he's an abs killer. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can't beat him, join him, but still, (laughs) still like, is he 39? I believe he's, I don't, I don't, he scored 20 something goals last year. You know, I feel personally attacked now (laughs) because when I say he's, (laughs) he's older and then you're like, Oh, what is, Oh, what is he? 12 years younger than you. (laughs) thanks uh 10 can you can you please not then you then uh, me feel, though yeah it's like you know if he's 39 that's 12 years from now, so, you know, <laughs> we're old i'm just i'm talking bottom about, line to summarize I'm talking about me here <laughs> um yeah james was talking about it eight hundred twenty-five thousand dollar deal for one year mm-hmm. prorated for the avalanche based on what's left of the season three hundred sixty thousand dollars nine hundred thirty-eight three hundred sixty thousand nine hundred thirty-eight dollars I don't know how many cents that wasn't published, mm-hmm. um, but here's, here's the delicious part of the whole thing. Somebody tweeted this. He is still getting paid by the wild because of the buyout in yep. 2021. He gets paid by them for the next five, six years, mm-hmm. $833,333. So if he comes here, things work out really well and everything's perfect. The wild will be paying him f- to raise the cup for the avalanche. how can you not love that as an avalanche fan but and the predators would be paying uh ryan johansson (laughs) you know it's like it's true i the thing is that like with stuff like that remember the scene in money's ball where he's talking to uh judge yeah and the guy and he's like you know well you guys are paying me eight million so yeah i think i'm special and uh (laughs) billy says to him nah man i'm not paying you that yankees are paying you half that Mm-hmm. To play against them. That's what they think of you. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. Sports are so weird. Where else would this happen? Like, that, gonna... <laughs> I mean, you say something like that to somebody, that'll shut them up. I Ouch. mean, that's yeah. bad. That's a yeah. short conversation there. But, Ooh. hey, no abs fan would mind that reality becoming becoming something. So, I don't. we'll see what he's got. Mm-hmm. And he's he's definitely going to be a third, fourth line guy. Yeah. Um, the cool this, part about as the avalanche get healthier is that they can – 
you have guys that can play more within their roles because yeah. we saw with like with like Bo Byram when you had a couple defensemen out he was playing in a role that wasn't quite designed for him Josh Manson yeah. yeah Josh Manson is the same way I, I think they're as comfortable as they can be but Josh Manson is not a top I don't know top three defenseman right now at least on this team obviously you don't want guys playing out of their roles so hopefully the the role that Parise is meant to play on this team is one that works out for him and the team. What's going to look weirder, him in an Avs jersey or Dubnik in an Avs jersey? <laughs> I'm telling you, some of those battles and and you know Parise and Suter, like they th- those were tough, tough battles. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, like you said, I mean, if you get tired of people scoring on you, just sign them. And I'm not saying the Avs should go out and sign Joe Pavelski, but. Anyway, that's the thing. So, oh God, don't make me. Please don't do Logan Couture. If you do that, <laughs> I will it. never hear the end who, of it from my girlfriend. She, hey, yeah. hockey hates hates yeah. Logan Couture. Who else is on that list? I I put I put it on on Twitter a while mm. back, but it's like just guys you get tired of scoring against the Avs. I mean, Pavelski's right. Pavelski's a Hall of Famer if he's playing mm-hmm. against the Avs all the time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, but. I mean, obviously, former abs that do it, you know, yeah. I feel oh, sure. less and less bad about Ryan O'Reilly these days. But, you know, it always sucked when Matt Duchesne would score one. It was the, like, worst. Uh, the worst. The worst. The nice thing is that they would always kind of like come back yeah. and, you know, and get it. So get one from. So, so there you go. Um, so so the abs have a week off during All-Star week. They don't play again for a while here. So Parise has some time to get into town. He wasn't in town when they signed him. Um, haven't seen much since, but I, I imagine he'll be in the lineup when the ads return to action. So I don't know. Um, we'll see how it goes. Well, we, yeah. we, it's a, it's a low risk move and we've seen those work out and we've seen them not, but, um, it's know. a low risk mu- move, but then, you know, you get in the, there's always the locker room thing. Yep, you just never know. So yeah. Yeah. Well, but if fingers- it works out and he's still got game, I mean, then hey. we're okay. This you makes know, this it, team. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of people that saw the move. I think at the NHL level that, that cover the whole league that were like, "Well, this is a terrible move by them." It was just like, mm-hmm. "Well, worth a try." Yeah. Um. You know. So we'll see. Speaking of that time off, here's the scheduling from January 13th to the to note to November February 15th. Um, the Avs don't have another home game until I believe it's February 18th. Oh they God. have five five straight road games on the East Coast, like last week. Then they have three days off. And then they have two home games, which they just finished. Then they have this entire week off. And then they have another six-game road trip. That's 11 of the last 13 games on the road. That's weird. But yeah. I don't, I've never seen that before. I know, they have their, I know they have their trips to the East Coast, and they play four or five teams at a time. They've done that forever. That's just how it goes with a team coming from the West. but. Yeah, eleven of thirteen. It's it's not straight games. There's the week off in between, but that's a lot of road games. So yeah, hopefully they can get some points. Yeah. So I think you got you got some spicy hot takes coming here, big guy. I okay. don't know about all this. Are you ready? I don't know if you're ready for this. I don't know. Do you, it's I, I you like my you like my I emojis. Like, oh, I hate emojis. You know <laughs> well, I hate I'm emojis. Put, I'm gonna put more in. You hate. You know I hate emojis. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some more. I'm going to do some more changes to the font if you do, oh, if you great. do more emojis. I love this. Um, emojis Emojis are for the week. We got a hot take alert. You know how right. we roll here. 
Mm-hmm. I think pretty much in every show, there's at least a handful of spicy Massively. hot takes. Massively. And people, people are just like, what the heck? I don't it do makes, hot takes, but when I do do hot takes, they're spicy. <laughs> it makes me cough. Hang on. <coughs> so spicy, mm. I got a cough in the middle of the show. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I am so ready. You sure? I think everybody's ready, Jay. Do it, damn it. Nathan McKinnon's <laughs> good at hockey. Yeah? Whoa. Whoa, 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 big guy. Whoa. <laughs> Hello. Whoa, simmer down now. Simmer These down. These are the kind of things that... Um, that we know for. how they let you on the air these days. <laughs> I don't know I how should, they do. We should have a podcast with these. We should types have an of, editor. Uh, the like, dude, I'm going to shut you down now. Shut him down. Slow down. Slow down. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon is on. I'd I'd be. This is this may be kind of a hot take. I don't know if it players played better in a stretch in Avalanche history. Okay, it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to need some evidence here. <clears throat> I'm still coughing. Um. I got plenty here. Okay. okay. You ready? Then do it. Okay. December 21st against Ottawa, he becomes the first Avs player to score four goals in a game. No one had done that since. In, which is, in, which seems crazy considering the talent. Totally. But there was so much talent, like spread it around. But, you know, I'm just now I'm becoming a hype boy. Um, Why no, it's, it's, I mean, if you're going to, like, it's hard. To, it, it's not easy to score one goal. It's not easy to score one goal. Oh anyway, I'm going to tell, okay, because I can make it all about me. Uh, when oh, I was playing the, the rec league hockey, I don't think I ever scored more than one goal in a game. Rec league, stupid oh, okay. rec league where you, where, you know, you got just like, I, I'm pretty darn sure I never had a two goal game. I almost, I, most of the time I'd score one. You had two as goal bad game? as I was, I had a two goal, two goal game. I don't know wow. how it happened, but hockey, man, it's harder than you think. Hockey. I'm just saying. It's not, you know, four goals. <laughs> and those are those are some good goals. I was Oh, I was they're great that. goals. I was home the, that night. I the second watch that. goal, the second goal of the game was his 300th of his career. First player mm-hmm. since Milan Hayduk to score 300 with the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. That was Hayduk and Ryan Smith in the same night. That was fun. Okay, so that had been 2420 games including the playoffs without a player scoring four goal game. What does he do 16 games later the other night against the Caps? He scores four goals again. Natural hat trick. First since 2003, Joe Sackick. Thank you, Brandon Maniklis. Um, Oh, <laughs> I got a buddy. You need to watch this highlight one more time. John Isle. Shout out to John Isle. John, is he has one of the core memories of our show. Hmm. I was at a game. I think he knew it was me because I had the jersey on that I said I was going to wear. He was sitting behind me. And he starts talking about the show. He has no idea I'm sitting in front of him. I don't think. I th- actually I think he does, and that's why he started talking about. It. But it was it was really cool. So he starts talking about the show and how much he enjoys the Avs Hockey Podcast and everything like that. I don't think I've so, ever heard this. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's just one of the, he he and Hirsch like Hirsch knew me by my jersey before he knew who I was. So we were walking across the uh, he, we were walking opposite directions, and Hirsch was like, "Are you Jay from the from the Avs Hockey Podcast?" Like. And the rest is history with him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that night, John's sitting behind me. He starts talking about the show. And eventually, I had to turn around and say, hey, John, I'm, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was John, but I'm Jay from the Abs Hockey Podcast. And he knew who I was because he knew what jersey I was wearing. But <laughs> if you watch the highlight of his hat trick goal, his natural hat trick goal, John stands up right as the puck comes in the zone. And he takes his hat off. He's on the, he's on the near side. He's like in the third row. Really? And he, and he takes his hat off. And he loads it up 
And it's it's a good three, four seconds. Well, maybe not that long, but still, because McKinnon skates really fast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right when he nets it, he throws his, it. His hat is the first on the ice by a good four or five seconds because he was ready for it. So yeah. people noticed that and they were like, shout out to this fan who was doing this. And John follows us everywhere. And he was like, that was me. I got to go me. get a new hat. So <laughs> shout out to him. But yeah, 2,420 games between the beginning of Avalanche time and a four goal game. And 16 games later, Nathan McKinnon does it again. I mean, wow. I don't know. He's averaging two plus points per game at home so far this season. And he's mm-hmm. got points in every single home game. Mm-hmm. He's got a 19 game point streak overall and another double digit point streak that I believe is still going. Named NHL's first star of the week twice. It should have been three times um, since our last show. Mm-hmm. You want me to keep going with this? <laughs> have I made my point yet? I think you made your point, but I think there might be more. <laughs> there, there's just a little bit. Uh, named the first star of the month for December. Mm-hmm. Uh, named to the All-Star game. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that that one NHL player of the week. It should have been twice in a row, but the NHL doesn't like to do that. Right. Because it's like the All-Star game. And they want to include other people when it should have been him. Uh, let's see. What else? I think that's about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at him and you're like, wow, what? What? what can't he do? And really it's, you know, I mean, he doesn't kill penalties. Thank goodness. But other than that, I need to, yeah. you know, is there's he's yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, obviously is, is Jersey's going to go to the rafters, all the stuff. And you just want to look at him. And it's like, every time he does something new, you just go, what you going to do now? I mean, there's how you, how else are you going to, how else you, are you going to like, I, I didn't think impress us. That. So you just keep doing it. I didn't think there was another level. Um, he's, obviously reached that did mm-hmm. you did you catch um after his second four goal game did you catch the presser um, no i did not started asking bednar about what's the magic <clears throat> and he was like it, the way he functions the, this team he pulled the curtain back a little bit which was cool this team is late uh leaving everywhere they go because nathan mckinnon has a routine after the games that he has to get in um, most other teams, people would be like, no, we're leaving. Let's go. When McKinnon plays the way he does, it's like, you're the boss, man. <laughs> like, do, do what you need, do what you need to. They leave like an hour, an hour later than most every other team because uh, he has to do his routine. Well, and when you play like works. that, absolutely. No one's going to complain about it. That's the thing. I mean, we, with, with, I have, I see that a lot right now with, uh, archery is like that, like where. I've been doing a lot of archery lately. And when you get your routine and it works for you, you keep doing your routine. It was a bull Durham, right? The reason yeah. that we're, why, why are we on the winning streak? Well, this is why we're on the winning mm-hmm. streak, you know, and you know that it's, you don't mess with a streak. You just don't mess with a streak. And when you have, when you're playing well, and what was the, uh, was it him or was it Landis Cog? I thought it was him when they asked, uh, when they won the Stanley Cup afterwards, they, you know, they were like, "How, you know, what do you do to win a cup?" And he's like, "You know, oh, you get yourself Landis. a Kale McCarr." It was Landis Cock. Was it Landis Cock? Well, <laughs> yeah. now you you could you could say the same thing. You know, get yourself a McKinnon. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, one thing he doesn't do, like he doesn't come out. He he hates coming out for the first star of the game. Mm-hmm. If he's second or third star, he won't come out. And he's to use Marshawn Lynch. Dude, mark that off your bingo card. He's he's about <laughs> that, that business. Coming. He's, he's anticipation. He's about that business. He does Mm -hmm. not, he is about 
winning period. Yeah. He doesn't want the attention. He doesn't want to talk to the press. He doesn't want to talk after the game. Mm-hmm. He's about that business. And, and I think that's what makes Gabriel Landeskog, uh, I don't even want to say a better leader, but just when it comes to stuff like that, Landeskog excels at that, yeah. which allows Nathan McKinnon to be more Nathan McKinnon and everybody mm-hmm. wins. Actions, actions speak louder than words. And right now his, his words are louder than a bomb it is impressive. <sighs> it is nice. impressive. Nice, nice. I just, I don't know. Nobody thought he had an extra level. I, I don't think it surprised Bednar and anybody that is around him every day. Yeah. But it's it's ridiculous what he's doing, and we're here for it. <laughs> That's it. That's Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Um, Kale McCarr is out here making NHL history, and people are barely talking about it. And from the way we know Kale McCarr, he'd rather not talk about it anyway, so it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, January 20th, he records his 300th career point in his 280th career game. And that was one game behind Bobby Orr as far as his 300th career points. And if you're doing things on the same pace as Bobby Orr, that's a good thing. You ain't screwing up. Nope. Was there another and, uh, McKinnon had a Bobby Orr? He's tied with Bobby Orr for, on the uh, home uh, point streak, I think. Yes. For most, mm-hmm. And that ties him for second. Right. And then Not, which, did uh, you see the next yeah. person? Uh, was, Wayne Gretzky. It was, it was Gretzky and he went a whole dang season yeah. with points in every game at all. So um, I'd like that to happen too. Um, mm-hmm. And then also with a late shorthanded absolute snipe. This was one of those goals as a hockey fan. I wa- I'd like you watch it live and you're like, oh man. But Kale McCarr becomes the top goal scorer in Avalanche defenseman history. No wow. problem. In his like fourth or fifth season, I think it is now. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. But n- people are barely talking about Kale McCarr. He likes it. We like it. It's kind of like Miko Rantanen. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. Yep. Um, but uh, again, this is the team we get to watch every night. And I don't know. There, there ain't no Matt Hunwicks around. Well, not too many of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. There's, there's, there's one or two people right now that are kind of on the, on the what? List, you bit. know, what are you, what are you doing? Yep. Uh, you know, but you're always going to have some of those, you know, yeah. can't do nothing for you, man. There's nothing you can do about it. You just got to, perfect. you got, you, you know, and, and someday, and it changes. Like when Byron was, was like just a penalty magnet, he was just he a was. machine of make of, of penalties. Uh, and then, you know, it shifts around and, you know, for a little while it's Manson and for a little while it's somebody, yep. uh, you know, it just, yeah, it is. So that's that's just the way it is. All right. Um, you noticed something about Matt Shane who didn't think oh, we talked about I just about read Matt it like, dude twice. has a thousand games. Yeah. Dude, uh, Duchesne played a thousand games a league. It seems like it was, yeah. wasn't that long ago they was packing his bags and it wasn't even that long ago they was they was drafted and all that and just like, wow, just just seems crazy. Our little, our little guy's growing up. Aww. What's the other thing? Uh, if Nathan McKinnon continues on this point pace, he'll reach a thousand points by next season. Uh, okay. Okay. Ow. How many games played? Oh. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> Sorry, Just out man. here making history. It's no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. So Ridiculous. that's been fun to watch. We yeah. would like to talk more. I know earlier in the year we were like, we could do a whole show on Kale McCarr, you know, numbers and everything. Now it's switched to Nathan McKinnon. Yep. So that's, we haven't had seasons like this. It's a good problem to have. (laughs) Absolutely. A good problem to have, especially when you've had to like, like when you lose EJ 
when you're bringing back uh, Jack Johnson, you know, when you're signing Dermot like is Yoel playing some guys, yeah, you're signing, you're, you're signing Parise. There's yeah. a lot of things that, that in the, I would say, I guess bottom half of the roster that is in turmoil, but the upper yep. half has no qualms yep. whatsoever. So you just got to keep everybody healthy. Speaking mm -hmm. of that bottom half of the roster keeps getting a little bit healthier. I wouldn't call Arturi Lekin in the bottom half. Oh no. But, He's um, going to push somebody else down to the bottom half. Yeah. With, mm -hmm. with a person that no disrespect should, should be there. Like that's more of their role, but having him back in the lineup is, I mean, it's a total mm -hmm. game changer as far as what he brings offensively, killing penalties, the the player he is they have missed that energy great yeah. to have him back mm -hmm. mentioned sam gerard coming back looks good i'll say it i, I will stand behind this a thousand percent team's mm -hmm. better with him in the lineup whoa he, wow <laughs> that's another hot take Spicy. bo 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 byron was out for a little bit um he's back playing more in the role that um is best for him at least on this team at least right now so it's good mm -hmm. to have him um, even Gabriel Landeskog has been skating a little bit, um, getting stronger, looking pretty good, hoping there are no setbacks, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I've been thinking about lately is we've seen the hockey, the last few games, Nathan McKinnon doing what he's doing. So add Valerian Nichushkin to this lineup. Eventually Zach Parise comes back and is amazing. Um, add Landeskog in the playoffs. Here we mm -hmm. go. I don't ask for much. I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to be hard to see. I mean, I think that I think that the one thing that if if Landis Cog makes it back for the playoffs, yeah. you yeah. know, if this isn't a career killer, all of those things that sure. people have concerns about, um, the hard thing is going to be you cannot expect him to be the Gabriel Landis Cog that we've known stepping into the playoffs like that. That's if true. it happens, it's just too. It's a lot. Yep, it's you're crushing my dreams. By the way, you know. Normally, oh, no. I would I would apologize, know. but today, <laughs> not today. Today's no. not the day. Today's not the day. Today, I maybe gotta, tomorrow. Yep. Maybe yesterday. No, that's gotta, realistic. Yep. I'm just saying. But I like I like dreaming too. It's fun. Hope I I like hope. <laughs> I like hope. But you know, you say I, that so flatly though. I'm like, <laughs> I love so hopeful. I like hope. <laughs> You're supposed to go up at the end. I, I like hope. My no? apologies. <laughs> oh, not even that. I'm sorry that I did not. Uh, I did not say that the way I'm supposed to. Ew. Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, hopefully when it happens, I won't say I told you so, but no, okay. I'm just, just hoping here. I, That'd be nice. It'd he be looks nice. pretty good. He looks pretty comfortable out there. I mean, he's only been out, I think a few times. Maybe he's mm -hmm. probably skating more than we know, but probably, um, He's either skating a lot more than we know or a lot less. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's one of the, one of the two there. It's a very secretive, secretive team. It is. And Shh. sometimes it's gotta be. Don't tell anybody. I won't. Shh. Okay. Jay, what was your, uh, I'm going to ask you now. Cause well, I think I'm going first. A, yeah, you're going first. What okay. was your okay. favorite thing in hockey? You had mentioned the condor earlier. This mm -hmm. was my favorite thing. There were several favorite things within my favorite thing. Uh, December 13th. Uh, the Condor returns to Ball Arena. Mm. 717 games played for the Avalanche. Would you say the, that six is going to hang from the rafters someday? 
I don't know. I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because, well, a he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't a draft pick here. I mean, he True. was number one overall for the Blues. Uh, it was a trade. It was a kind of a stunner of a trade. Um, has he earned it? Probably. It, yeah. But we're gonna start running out of numbers for defensemen if they sure. <laughs> do that because you know yeah. Kale's going up there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that Taze has. It'll depend on a lot on his career eventually, yeah. but. You know, if you take out six, seven, eight, that's going to be, you know, I, run out I like numbers. having these options because I know we've had these discussions before and, yeah. and we were like, well, there's nobody even close on the horizon. Now it's, there's a lot more to discuss. Mm-hmm. So everybody it, loves EJ. Yeah. I think EJ loves everybody too. Um, following morning skate, they did an interview with him. He got all choked up, which is very unlike hockey players. Um, Uncle EJ. So Gabriel Landeskog's family went over into the tunnel on the Sabres side and had a sign that said, you know, you're, you're in the wrong Jersey, but we still love you or whatever it was. That was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the tribute video was amazing and a, and a nice ovation for him, which is well-deserved. Um, I mean, he's, he's the best, uh, had a great career here. Um, kind of a, it seems like it was mutual parting. Um, Avs just couldn't quite afford what he was worth or, or whatever. Um, but they couldn't but, afford his Stanley cup dollars. Like, if, okay. he, if there was no cup and the natural progression of, you know, age versus ability and all of that, uh, he's not the player he was 10 years ago. He's never going to be the player he was 10 years ago, obviously, you know, all of those things. But, you know, without the cup bump, maybe they yeah. could have afforded him. But yeah, he's not, yeah. he's not getting better. He's not getting younger. That's not his fault. It's, no. you know, we not complaining. already talked. We already got old. Like we're old already. You know, yeah. on. Um, I bet you didn't think you'd see this in the show or hear this in the show, but I'm going to miss his shoulder pads the most. Aww. <laughs> Aww. His shoulder pad. I mean, even Curtis McDermott, who I believe is bigger than uh, EJ, does not wear a Team 58 plus jersey. Hmm. Uh, EJ always had, I think he had shoulder issues early, so he wore big shoulder pads and so he had to wear a larger jersey. So mm-hmm. uh, there's no more Team 58 plus players on the abs, at least for right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I know I'll well, just wait until we get the, uh, the new fanatics jerseys in Ooh. on ice jerseys. We'll see how those go. Yeah. Your face. That's the perfect. thing with, um, uh, Landis Cog and, the, and them in the tunnel, uh, just reminded me of course of Jack Johnson, uh, went the Stanley cup banner raising and yep. playing against the abs and being in the wrong Jersey, but yep. <laughs> You know, uh, still, it was still so awesome. You know, I mean, yeah. obviously who's going to be like, oh no, you don't play for us anymore. Stay over there. I mean, you know, anybody, <laughs> any team would do that. It's, it's not cool. like it's special to the abs, but it's still something that was kind of cool. So it totally is. Evan, yeah. Rodri- Evan Rodriguez came back and his, his pregame routine is to shoot a puck through the, the, the camera hole. Uh huh. Um, so he did, he wasn't able to do that. He can't do it every once in a while, but he flipped one up on his stick and he stuck it through the, through the thing. I think, John Mitchell's kids or somebody's kids were standing there and, and got a puck from him. So I don't know. Hockey's family. The players will tell you that first, but it's, it's cool fun. when you see, get to see that in action. Yeah. Uh, my one B on favorite things was McKinnon's pass to Logan O'Connor to get LOC's first career hat trick mm-hmm. on uh, January 20th in Philly. I mean, it was just perfect. When, and I think it says a lot about Nathan McKinnon. says a lot about this team. And Nathan McKinnon was, of course, Nathan McKinnon. He's like, ah, no big deal. But I know that that's something that I think I know LOC is going to remember for the rest of his career because he's not going to have a lot of chances at a hat trick. 
I don't know what NHL culture is like for a lot of these things, but can you imagine if Nathan McKinnon hadn't done that? Like, <laughs> like he's right there. Like, dude, he would have he would have gotten roasted. He would have absolutely been roasted for that. Oh, well, thank goodness you got your goal, empty net I, I, goal, dude. I think he claimed that he didn't know that was LSC. Guaranteed, he knew it was. He knows who he's playing with. Right. But, um, yeah, that it's still cool, no matter what. Um, it's just one of those hockey things. Sometimes those guys do not want to shoot the puck. They'd rather they'd rather pass. And mm-hmm. yeah, LOC was all smiles, and they cut to McKinnon. He's like, "I'm not smiling about that. Like, I got four goal games to go get." So, <laughs> all right, James. he smiles for the briefest of moments, and then he did. He smiled actually like, last game when oh, we didn't mention this, but mm-hmm. uh, on top of the hat trick. Uh, why don't we go ahead and trademark the Mac trick where, where there's bras and panties on the ice. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's that. Oh, is he that smi- why? Okay. He, I, I think he was smiling about that. He was smiling because there was other things be- being thrown on the ice or I think it was the reaction from the bench too, but yeah. Bras and panties on the ice. Did that ever happen to you in adult league? <laughs> no comments. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sounds like you're ready for a segue, no, James. Just, wow, segue. I just <laughs> we're gonna end up on some list. No, again. Just, yeah. I, you know, and honestly, what what came through my mind was, oh, that explains that post I saw on the uh, oh, Reddit okay. uh, on the Reddit forum. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Where? Where was? Where was your under? No, I don't even want to know. Uh, where where were you understanding before that? And so, it was, mm, anyways. Okay. okay, so James James found some stuff in an unlikely place for his favorite thing. I don't know how you follow up with that. That's just, you know. It's what we do, man. We're the only good. thing I could think of to segue out of that is then lacrosse, if you get if you get six goals, because, you know, there's so much you get, scoring comes more often. Uh, it's called a sock trick. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think like like hockey socks, like over the pads socks. Oh, know, okay, I see, thing. I see. But then again, they don't do that. They don't have those except for the goalies. Sure, they don't do the you know those leg pads. Anyways, it, but that's I I was it, I'd heard it called a sock trick. If you sock trick, yeah, sock trick. I like so, it. Anyways, James, you you found some hockey stuff in the, in a different place for your a favorite little thing. unlikely. I was a little surprised. Uh, so I enjoy national public radio and NPR. Uh, I don't listen to the news shows as often as I do some of the more, you know, podcasty slash storytelling ones. But um, they, I believe it was on All Things Considered. It was either All Things Considered or Morning Edition. I think it was All Things Considered. Um, they had, they were talking, they were following a uh, NHL rookie around uh, as he prepared for the league. And he wound up, um, he wound up playing, I think, Hershey Bears and maybe ECHL, I believe, if I remember. I haven't okay. listened to, to it in a while, but. Uh, there are two parts right now. I, I think my favorite part of it was when they're talking to him and then, uh, he's like, do you know, Oh, Oh, there's, there's Ovechkin. He's watching, he's watching, uh, he's watching. <laughs> cool. So it, it was, it's really fun. It's really interesting. And, uh, I, I, I recommend it. We'll put uh, links to it in the show post yeah. in the show notes, but, uh, so far two parts on how NHL rookie prepared for the big league is what they called it. And, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's kind of my favorite thing. Other, I had a part, I have a part two. It's, uh, was it JJ Petra, 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 JJ from the Sabres, uh, loses his, um, 
loses his mouth guard in the corner and he basically goes and he tells the linesman, Hey, I lost my line, my, my mouth guard in the corner. The, the linesman picks it. He brings it back. Dude, just, <laughs> okay. Thanks. Sets it on the dasher boards on the bench, sprays some water on it, shakes it out. And is like, yep, good enough. Puts it back in his mouth. It's like that. That is gross. That is, I was just like, file this under hockey players and nasty. That was, <laughs> Yeah, for you, for you, for you, Shit's Creeks fans out there, you, David, that's that's you. I was gonna go with you know, call him Miss Jackson because he's nasty. That is nasty, <laughs> bro. Like you're nasty. If, if yeah. You don't do anything in the corner without like pure sanitation. And also, Ugh. you know, okay, it's a white mouth guard on white ice, so you know, you don't want to skate into that. Like when people used to like back in the day, they would throw pennies on the ice. So the skater would hit it and like go tripping and blow yeah. out a knee and stuff. So you don't want to skate on, you don't want to skate to go over things that aren't ice. Uh, so I could see, you know, I need that, but do you not have like, how, how do these guys not have like multiple mouth guards? Who knows? Like there's a dude there with like the equipment and you could just be like, Hey man, I lost my mouth guard. I'd be like, Hey, I'll get you another one in a minute. Or, you know? or with you, when you get your dirty one, you can be like, Hey, can you clean this off for me? Like yeah. at least the, there might be a clean towel. Put in the UV light thing that they put that, you know, they have for, for phones and for stuff phone, or yeah. anything, anything, but I'm just going to spray some water on it on the bench that we use, that we slide our butts over to get over there yeah. after it was in the corner. And then my favorite part very courteous of him. He wipes off the dasher board. He wipes the water off the dasher board with a towel. Like, Oh, I don't, but I don't want other people to get wet while they, you know, cause that would be, that would be rude. Gross. That would be gross. I was trying to think like what the floor would be worse. Um, the bench itself would be worse. The dasher board's right up there. Just like I have, yeah. like, like I, I assume he's going to be out with the plague is you know <laughs> gross what do you mean he's out sick with the stomach stuff what you, what? yeah what do you yeah. mean we he's lost seven teeth in two days ah he's fine get him out there <laughs> he's got the plague be fine he's got the plague guys no big deal get him everything's some, fine get him some orange slices he's probably gonna have like super scurvy or something gross <laughs> super scurvy is that coming back around uh i'll take the soup so <laughs> oh goodness uh, we'll post links to all those things for your for your clicking adventures for your clicking enjoyment, <laughs> including my amazing um, jokes. Love it, love <laughs> it. Uh, I have a quick shout out for Brendan T five forty on Twitter. I posted a game day uh, every every game day when I when I think of it first thing in the morning or whenever I get the chance. I just say twenty three twenty four or game day number whatever, and then hashtag abs Twitter psychic hashtag go abs go. It's just so I can tell. It's a nice bookmark for me, so I can tell when the the newer or the newer after psychic tweets, whatever. But I posted it a, a day early, um. So somebody said something to me. I think he said something to me. I was like, "Thanks for not yelling at me." And he said, "Why would I get mad at the best hockey podcast in the world?" Mistakes, Mistakes happen. So Brandon, shout out to you, man. Thanks for listening to our show. We appreciate oh, really you. Really kind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's very on Twitter like, right? Or X like, or whatever you want to call it. I still call um, it Twitter. I do too because I wanted to. Yeah. So so yeah, shout out to him. I I nobody nobody yells at me. Um, they either expect the mistakes or aren't listening. I think, but <laughs> I have it's okay. At you. 
But yeah, shout out to you, Brandon. Thanks for listening to our show. We appreciate you. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Yeah. We don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a big void of, uh, social media, so I never see this stuff. So yeah, it's always nice. It's always nice to hear that, uh, people actually enjoy the thing that you put out there. Yeah. I'm not trying to say, you know, Hey guys, if you like the show, write in and tell us because we really need it. But nah. you know, it's just, it's, that was very nice. It's nice to hear. It's very different. Enjoy what we're doing. I, I, I think for, I can speak for our following knowing uh, knowing the landscape a little bit better. Our tens of fans. Um, yeah. Our, our pairs and pairs of fans. Um, <laughs> no, we appreciate you. Like I, I think through, through it all, we've, we've made it through this. Um, as things get uglier on social media, our, our message, our purpose is still there. And thanks for sticking with us. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I think the worst I get is spam. Now you get spammed on like some Facebook posts with, with people trying to say, Hey, click on this link to watch the game live on this pirated site or whatever. Collab. That's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. People, I, I try not to say too much anyway. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, we appreciate you and thanks for, thanks for going on this avalanche ride with us. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're, we'll obviously keep it going. So thanks. That's just about everything. Avalanche. That's just about everything. Avalanche. I can do a, I can do a spiel if you're ready. You should do a spiel. All right. Here he goes. All right. Uh, yeah. So you, you can find the apps. Hey, podcast. Show, show, show them what you got. Show Go them ahead. what you got. <laughs> show them what you got. Then shut them down. Mm-hmm. You can always find the Avs Hockey Podcast at www.avshockeypodcast because we are on the world wide web. That's right. The entire world. That's how big we are. Over there, you're going to find links to our favorite things, links to other things that weren't our favorite things, but were still pretty good. Maybe one or two bad things. You never know what you're going to find there. Probably some videos. It'll be fun. Come on over. You can also find out about Av's Twitter Psychic, which is on that website that was formerly known as Twitter. Hmm. He's still, you know what? He, I, I mean, I live in Minnesota now, but and he's, he will always be Prince no matter what. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, you can't, no, you can't no just discussion. change a name midstream and expect everybody to be on board for it. I ain't. Nope. So, uh, nope. Avs Twitter psychic, uh, hashtag it, do that. Uh, there are, uh, there are social media accounts for our stuff like Avs, uh, Avs podcast all over the place, like Twitter, like Facebook. God, this is a terrible, terrible, uh, well, there's more, there's more choices now too, thing. like threads and all that stuff too. Oh gosh. There's so many. I know that's so exciting. many. So look, here's what you need to do. Just listen to the <laughs> podcast, have fun, do what you want to do. I kind of take the John Boyce uh, approach of things that it's just like, you know, you could, you could probably like subscribe, but I really don't want to tell you what to do. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. So we'd love having you around. If you like us and what we do, uh, there's a little bit more. And yeah, yeah. We that, just, was I, I, that was a terrible, that was a terrible, uh, uh, sh- uh, uh, spiel but you know what? i think that's a that's just get a worse and about, worse and i'm loving it yeah that's about as as abs hockey podcast as a spiel gets right there that's perfect. pretty much like go go find us on the internet yeah that's where we are but yeah i think that's it yeah I'm just that's hoping it. uh hoping the team stays healthy mm-hmm. hoping val nachushkin is back whenever he's ready hoping zach parise finds some chemistry mm-hmm. and then that's it yep pretty much until then and that's, that's like all any, yeah. any, uh, any last words for the people? 
I got I got nothing. I think we included all the words in the show. I think there were all of them. We certainly totally. got through the entire alphabet. I know that. We sure did. So we sure did. Yep. We even got all the right. Z in with Zach. Fist bump. Fist bump. Uh touch my iPad. Sucker oh, MC. Touch the iPad. Thank you. Fist bump. And Boom. fist bump. Right on. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for downloading the show. We appreciate your support. And for James Tape Like Grayley, and I'm Jay Veen. Take care. Go abs go. And we will talk to you again next time on the Abs Hockey Podcast. See ya. That happened like four or five seconds ago. You're still talking. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are you? What are you highlighting that for? What are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? Nothing. I follow. I'll follow your cursor. <laughs> don't, don't. I'm not in the mood for your shenanigans today, Mister. Actually, I, I always am. We're gonna change the font. What the hell were you gonna do to that? Just one line. <laughs> Do you want me to scroll away from it? No. <laughs> okay. No, I was hoping that we, it was even better than I saw it now, though. Now it's ruined because you know you were gonna be like, I was hoping that you get there. And you just be like, <laughs> I was gonna change one line. To- I ruined it, but it's still just as funny. <laughs> <laughs>